I, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. I, Harry S. Truman. I, Dwight D. Eisenhower. I, John Fitzgerald Kennedy. I, Lyndon Baines Johnson. I, Richard Nixon. I, Jimmy Carter. I, Ronald Reagan. I, George Herbert Walker Bush. I, William Jefferson Clinton. I, George Walker Bush. I, Barack Hussein Obama, do solemnly swear that I will faithfully execute the office of the Presidency of the United States and will, to the best of my ability, preserve, protect, and defend the Preserve and protect and defend. Preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. So help me God. 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 James Madison was one of the major politicians that fought in the Revolutionary War. In that war, soldiers seemingly wore cocked hats. He is also remembered as our nation's fourth president and the found founding father of the U.S. Constitution. Many intriguing moments transpired under his administration. He was five foot four and was initially opposed to the Bill of Rights. I'm Jeremiah Patterson, and this is U.S. Presidents. James Madison was born on March 16, 1751, in Port Conway, Virginia. Madison grew up in Orange County, Virginia. He was the eldest of 12 children, seven of whom lived to adulthood. Madison's father, James, was a successful planter and owned more than 3,000 acres of land, as well as a dozen slaves. In 1762, Madison went to a sent, was, was sent to a boarding school run by Donald Robertson. He later returned to his father's estate in Orange County, Virginia. His father had him stay home and received private tutoring because he was concerned about Madison's health. Throughout his life, he would grapple with health complications. After two years, Madison went to college at Princeton University. Here's a fun fact. He was the first student to graduate from Princeton University. In December 1774, James Madison was elected to the Orange County Committee of Safety and joined the Virginia Militia the following year as a colonel. In 1776, at the Virginia Convention, Madison was Orange County's representative. During that time, he had an encounter with Thomas Jefferson, and they began what would become a lifelong friendship. When Madison received an appointment to serve on the committee in charge of writing Virginia's Constitution, he worked with George Mason on the draft. One of James Madison's special contributions was modifying some of the language about religious liberation. Furthermore, in 1777, he lost his bid for a seat in the Virginia Assembly. Nevertheless, he was later appointed to George to the Governor's Council. Excuse me, to the Governor's Council. He was a strong supporter of the American-French alliance during the Revolution. Madison also solely managed much of the council's correspondence with France. In 1780, he visited Philadelphia to serve as one of Virginia's delegates to the Continental Congress. Three years later, Madison returned to Virginia and the state legislature. There, he went on to become a champion for the separation of church and state, therefore helping get Virginia's Statute of Religious Freedom passed in 1786. The following year, he would tackle government comp composition in the U.S. Constitution. And that's next on U.S. Presidents. 
Welcome back. James Madison is often referred to and often remembered as the father of the Constitution. Well, here's the rationale behind that fact. James Madison, the so-called father of the Constitution, not only provided the blueprint that would become our federal structure of government, but he also took a leading role in ratifying the Constitution after it was created and signed. The convention met in the summer of 1787 in Philadelphia and concluded its business with all the signatures on the document in September of 1787, but Madison's work was not done. The Constitution provided that it would go into effect as the law of the land if nine states agreed to it, and nine states did without two of the most important states, Virginia and New York. James Madison joined his New York ally, Alexander Hamilton, in writing a series of anonymous columns in the New York newspapers advocating the Constitution and explaining why a strong central government was necessary. We know those series of essays written as political propaganda, as persuasive issues for the moment, as the immortal Federalist Papers, which contain what is the essence of an American political philosophy. And at the core of that political philosophy is James Madison's concern for a government strong enough that the Union would not fall apart, a more perfect Union, as the preamble to the Constitution tells us. Biography.com writes, quote, In 1789, Madison won a seat in the U.S. House of Representatives, a legislative body that he had helped envision. He became an instrumental force behind the Bill of Rights, submitting his suggested amendments to the Constitution at Congress in June 1789. Madison wanted to ensure that Americans had freedom of speech, were protected against unreasonable searches and seizures, and received, quote, a speedy and public trial if faced with charges, among other recommendations. A revised version of his proposal was adopted this September, that September, following much debate. While initially a supporter of President George Washington and his administration, Madison soon found himself at odds with Washington over financial issues. He objected to the policies of Secretary of Treasury Hamilton, believing that these plans lined the pockets of wealthy Northerners and was detrimental to others. He and Jefferson campaigned against the creation of a central federal bank, calling it unconstitutional. Still, the measure was passed by 1791, around the time the longtime friends abandoned the Federalist Party and formed their own political entity, the Democratic-Republican Party. Eventually tiring of the political battles, Madison returned to Virginia in 1797 with his wife, Dolly Madison. The couple had met in Philadelphia in 1794 and married that same year. Wow.
She had a son named Payne from her first marriage, who Madison raised as his own, and the couple retired in Montepeeler. In Montepeeler, Madison would officially inherit the estate after his father's death in 1801. But Madison didn't stay out of government for long. End quote. Once again, that was reporting from Biography.com. Much more ahead. You're listening to U.S. Presidents. James Madison ran on the Democratic-Republican ticket, therefore he won the 1808 presidential election by a wide margin. It was stunning and absolutely remarkable. Let me tell you a little story about a man named James Madison. Born in Virginia on March 16, 1751, he would be known as the father of the Constitution. Madison graduated from what is now Princeton University. 24 years later, he married Dolly Payne Todd and together raised one child. Considered one of America's founding fathers, Madison penned the U.S. Constitution, Bill of Rights, and much of the Federalist Papers. He also came up with the concept for the three branches of government we still use today. Madison was the nation's fifth Secretary of State and fourth President, making him the first President to serve in Congress. He supervised the Louisiana Purchase, Embargo Act of 1807, War of 1812, and helped form a political party. Today, Madison's name lives on, including two Navy ships, the capital of Wisconsin, and the $5,000 bill. On June 28, 1836, James Madison died at his family's estate in Virginia. The 85-year-old was the last living founding father. And there you go, a little story about a man named James. That's the biographical information on our nation's fourth president. One more thing is up next. James Madison's wife, Dolly Madison, was the fourth first lady of the United States. When the British deliberately burned down the White House in 1812, she insisted that the portrait of George Washington be taken out of the White House so that it wouldn't catch on fire. This is one of my favorite historical stories, and I'll be more than happy to tell you about it on Thursday of this week. With that said, thank you for listening to this episode of U.S. Presidents, written, hosted, and produced by myself, Jeremiah Patterson. See you this Thursday. Have a great day, and God bless.